Hello, guys, girls, and non-binary pals. My name is Frida Safik, and I'm Claudia Gabor, and this is Dragopedia. This week's episode, we talk to the hilarious Pebble Dash and all things Scottish, drag families, and drag frenemies. Oh, I'm like a new with a ginger hair. You look like some out of practical magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, look who it is. Hi. Hi, Pebble. Hi, Pebble. Hi, Lola. Hey, Babs. Are you alright? Uh, I'm fine, hon. How are you? I'm alright. Want me to say a glass of wine? Are you already? It's only quarter past three. I've got water. Oh, have you? I'm not drinking. And I've got a cheese and onion roll. Ooh. Oh, God, you can tell you're poor. <laughs> it's not haggis. I hate haggis. I've never tried it, last. I love a bit of pastry, though. I'm gluten-free, hon. Um, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. So am I. I'm also really people intolerant. Yeah, same. Pebble, I hope you won't. I hope you'll answer every question that we're throwing at you. Obviously, but if you pull a cunt question out, then I'm not going to answer it. Oh, please. It depends. It depends who it's about. We'll bleep the name. We'll bleep the name. No, you fucking won't. Yes, I will. You I'm not, you're not bleeping. We're not bleeping no names. No, because I'll get in trouble as well if I don't bleep the name. I'll take the. I'll take the shit. Sorry. Not if she asks a question. I'll ask a question. <laughs> no, I just um we'll treat treat you like every other guest that we've got on. We'll ask you about your faves and people that you've uh, blocked and unfriended on Facebook, um all that jazz. So. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, Gorgeous. I'm gonna go and film okay. this while I'll be back. Bye. Bye, Ivy. Bye, love. Bye. Um, so we're already recording, but hello, welcome. Who wants Hi. to Claudia? Hi, guys. To, to um, introduce our guest today. What are we doing? <laughs> interviewing our guest today, love. Oh, we are indeed. We are interviewing the fabulous and the gorgeous Scottish Queen that we all know and love, the gorgeous Miss Pebble Dash. Hi. Can I finish my pass? All right, my darling. Huh? Are you alright, my darling? I'm fine, doll. How are you? I'm amazing, thank you. Um, Good. We're going to start off how we start off with every single person that comes on this podcast. Where did you get your name from? Uh, <laughs> so I have IBS. Okay. <laughs> um, I am intolerant of most foods and people. And Pebble Dash was just fitting because when I first started, I was kind of shit. In England as well, I think um, it evokes the memory of living in council estates uh-huh. where the houses are all pebble dashed, yeah. which again very much applies to my kind of trashy demeanour. Oh, right, okay. Mint? Cap? Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> same, hon, same. This is, this is going to be a lot of this, isn't it? Same. Um, <laughs> um, and how would you describe like your style of drag? 
Um, so I feel like Pebble has two styles. So there's my more kind of vampy, not goth because that's really obvious, but my more kind of, I guess, alternative emo scene girl kind of looks. And then the more common one is just basic white slut. Yeah, yeah. I love that though. That's what oh, I Me too. There's nothing nicer than basic white slut, is there? Exactly. <laughs> I mean... It's literally my favourite. <laughs> Look at us both, dear. Look at us both. <laughs> <laughs> because you started off doing vamp, right? Uh-huh. Then you went and did Drag Island. You won vamp. 20- yeah, I won the first vamp as tips. Was that 2018? Seventeen. Yes. Eight. Um, and then you went and did Drag Idol. And you were a finalist in Drag Idol. Um, yeah. What was the one that you sort of enjoyed the most? Like, what was the one that you sort of, I don't know, stuff? Um, they're so different. They're both yeah. so totally different from each other. Completely different beasts. I liked Vamp because I felt like nothing was kind of off the table. I could literally just do whatever I wanted. Any idea that I had. But I loved the challenge of Drag Idol of there's so much fine-tuning that has to be done in Drag Idol. Mm -hmm. Um, You're given a specific theme and the themes kind of lock, they're more locked in, I guess, than in Vamp. Yeah. Where the theme, I feel like in Drag Idol, it's very much like we're going to do musicals or we're going to do Disney or we're going to do movies. Where in Vamp, it was like, we're going to do witches. You can do anything and just be a witch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I liked the challenge. I felt like I had to think more on my feet for Drag Idol. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I remember watching Drag Idol. I could could genuinely never do Drag Idol. It's not my style of drag at all. I would not be able to do it. You're doing Drag Idol. Do you mean Vamp? You're in Drag Idol, yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay because you can't do fucking drag idol either. So it doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, bam. You dig your own fucking grave, lass. You dig it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I kind of like the whole idea of bam just seems so out of my comfort zone. But watching Ivy do it when she won her year, it was like this looks mint. This looks yeah. so cool. Yeah. I feel like bam. There's an element of I feel like DIY celebrated more in VAMP. Yeah. I feel like it's not, the Vampus Tits isn't looking for the polish. It's not looking for all that kind of fine tuning, whereas Drag Idol holds itself in more kind of prestigious look, like viewpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? For me, I mean, I literally, so I started doing drag in Newcastle the second week of the Vampus Tits competition. Oh, okay. So okay. I hadn't done drag before. So I got brought into Vampus Tits in week three. Uh-huh. First two weeks had already happened. I'd been out in drag for the two weeks. And at first I was fully kind of like, yeah, like Vampus Tits. But what I like about kind of pushing myself to do Drag Idol and the outcome of Drag Idol, it's very obvious for me as a boy, it was very obvious for me to do alternative drag. I'm wow. heavily tattooed, I'm pierced, I'm into all that kind of music and stuff. So it was, it was really obvious for me to kind of go down the vamp route. So I like that Drag Idol gave me the confidence to kind of go in a different direction mm-hmm. and follow through on that. Yeah. I can say that because I kind of get that whole, um, 
with Vamp, I kind of get like that whole rusticness and rawness kind of adds to that that genre of drag, doesn't it? And it kind of yeah. makes it that little bit more gripping as opposed to drag idol, where, as you know, Pebble yourself, we're meant to be that. But I think because you've got that esteemed set of judges, not that you haven't on Vamp, but I think they're looking for that, just that rounded off kind of, right, you've got a little yeah. bit, there's a bit more pressure to be kind of pitch perfect in a way. Yeah. Which Absolutely. Is which is what we've said in previous episodes, isn't it, Frida, where you think to make it relevant or if you want to make a big impact, it's quite hard for a oh. major event in that week to happen on a Monday. Yeah. So then you can make that relevant in your number by the Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I remember Plastique telling me that the reason that she loves my drag is because it's very current. But, like, to be able to make something current every single week, it's so difficult. Like, you have to rely on Boris Johnson to be fucking up. You know what I mean? Like, all, the, all, the all the fucking Syrians to have a kickoff. It's exactly. like, no, exactly. it's like, what? You have to rely on someone to say something controversial for you to go, okay, fantastic, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you're totally right. I think for me, I was lucky in Drag Idol. I didn't really, I did nothing current in Drag Idol. Hmm. My songs were more current, but I didn't actually rely on current stuff. But I think that comes with age. I'm obviously a bit older than you two. I think, Claudia, you're maybe closer to my age than three days. I, I think I'm older than you, Lass. You might, or you might be, I'm not sure. We won't talk about age on here because you know if I ever get on Drag Race, I'm 28. So, <laughs> we'll talk That's about. what I always say. If someone asks me how old I'm, say I'm 28. Not that I'm yeah, fucking 33. Well, yeah. Oh, no, I'm older than you then. I'm oh, yeah. 35 this month. Well, you don't look it, lads. I know. Makeup and polyfiller. Smoke, smoke and mirrors, that's what I always say. Fucking smoke and mirrors. <laughs> but because of my kind of age, and so you know yourself, we've got such a minefield of references that we've grew up with. I yeah. feel like there's, other than Drag Idol, eh, sorry, Drag Race nowadays, there's not as much queer iconography. I feel like our age group, our references have just peaked out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're just kind of no longer a reference that everyone knows. And then you've yeah, got Frida, can... who's fucking 13 year old. Like, what are you talking about? I'm <laughs> 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 like, mm hmm. Uh huh. Sorry. I just, um, I thought I could smell gas. It's not. It's Ivy has got a purple smoke bomb outside and I got a bit scared. Oh. <laughs> Imagine oh, if Frida gonna... just blew up. Yeah, we're not going to wait five minutes till you got a head rush. Huh? I know. Well, you're not going to wait five minutes and you got a buzz off the gas. <laughs> um, but what were, we, what were we talking about again? Sorry, you were talking about drag So idol. I was saying, I never used anything really like super modern in Drag Idol or any current events. It's not really my type of drag to be political. I think I'll leave that to people like you who do it really well. Yeah. Um, so my references were old enough that the judges knew the references, but kind of young yeah. enough or stupid enough that the audience would also be able to join in. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I totally get you don't, I think the key to a good number is, is that, like, it doesn't have to be something that everyone can understand. It just has to be entertaining. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the reference doesn't need to be what everyone gets. It just has to be entertaining, really. Exactly. I mean, I've done bloody misery. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
mean, the kids in the if, you could, if you're going to turn no anything into a drag number, it has to be fucking misery, doesn't it? <laughs> to be fair, though, I love to. I love that performance of yours when you did misery, because when I watched it back, I was not fucking expecting misery to be done as a number, and I thought that was fucking genius. I did. I genuinely did. Yeah. I was like, oh, please. This bitch is fucking Kathy Bates, please. <laughs> I, li- That's I, one of the things, like, I don't take myself seriously in drag. So, I- like, I'm not scared to be ugly or wear. Literally, I wore like a three quarter wig fall. <laughs> Kathy Bates. I wore a dungaree dress. Like, it doesn't, to me, it was more important that I made my point of what my performance was and that people laugh. Because that's why I love doing drag. I love making people laugh. Well, isn't it so irritating? And is it just like drag's not meant to be serious? And so when people walk around saying, "Oh, I don't want to look ugly," and I want to, and I'm taking too, too, myself too seriously, I'm like, "Get out! I don't want to know, yeah. know you." Then yeah, like that's for me. That's the point of drag, isn't it? You make you are the joke. That's you that's are? the whole point. You're the joke. Uh-huh. Like I love, there's nothing more I love is like it's public drag in the middle of like, like you say, like when I did Red Car Beach on a Sunday afternoon at three o'clock, dressed like fucking Jane Simmons on the beach. Like I love that. I yeah. love that. That's that's for me. That's that that's drag because I, there's not like you said. There's nothing more I love than going out and making people laugh, making people look, and you think you know that's that's the pull of it for me. Yeah. Is, yeah. is seeing is seeing the pure joy I bring to people's lives, and they're all welcome. Exactly. Absolutely. Trixie Mattel once said she was talking about something, and they asked if she would rather be. In fact, I tell you, it was Leah Remini originally said it, and they asked, "Would you rather be famous or rich?" And she said, "Famous," because when she walks in a room, the way that people react to her, that's her reward. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I get. I totally it. get that. Yeah, exactly. Um, And when you went into the Drag Idol final, first of all, did you ever think you were going to get to the Drag Idol final at all? Oh, no. I'd literally been doing drag a year. Uh, I absolutely did not. I thought that I knew my first performance. I knew it inside out, and I knew that I was comfortable with it, and I knew that my point was, right, let me show you that I can lip sync. Let me speed up my song. Let me show you that I can lip sync. And that's kind of done and out of the way. There I can concentrate on everything else. I thought maybe I'd get to week two, week three, and then kind of and bow out. And I was I was going to be happy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when you got to the final, was it sort of like, oh, shit, I need to pull something out of the bag then? Yeah, absolutely. Which is why my first performance in the final was shite. <laughs> my first performance in the final was something that I would do in a club somewhere at two in the morning. It was not a drag idol performance. I enjoyed what it was, but I just didn't put it together as well as I usually would. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I and going first as well, mm-hmm. like, I totally was bottling it. Mm-hmm. I know, but that's, yeah, that's what, what I... I... That's what I don't like. That's what I don't want to do, and I don't like to do that. I, I fucking hate going first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never want to go first. <laughs> I hope I hope Cher goes first at our final. I go for I don't know how I would describe Mac what I look like. Because I think I don't think I look clownish, but I don't think I look hyper feminine. And my voice. <laughs> this yeah. voice does nothing for the femininity. <laughs> I think it. At 2.30 in the morning last, me and you look like fucking women. 
Oh yeah. Take and we sound else. like when we sound like women at half two in the morning, love. Yeah. After 40 fags. <laughs> <laughs> sound like fucking Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But when you were living in Scotland, Pebble, did you not want to start drag in Scotland or was that just not your So I done drag in Scotland very, very briefly, like playing about with friends. Um, I worked in Flamingoland for a year when I was 18 and I've done a little bit there as well. But it was never really anything serious. I was more, so I ran alternative clubs in Scotland, like alternative club nights. Yeah. And I lifted a lot from like the club kids scene. So I'd paint myself like half blue and half silver, but I never considered it drag. Yeah. Um, Havana, Lucy, my drag daughter, I used to put her into drag and high drag and get her to go and fly her or just be around and kind of be seen and stuff. But it was never really in my wheelhouse. I never really went much to the gay scene in Scotland or hung, had loads of gay pals. All my friends were like goths and emos and moshers and they were all like bisexual when they were 17 for a few days because they were an emo. Uh, <laughs> Claudia knows them well. Claudia knows them well. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really a huge part of the gay scene. And it's when I came down here and started to be kind of more surrounded by drag. Yeah. And was just inspired by it. And some of it, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I would love to. Others was, that's mediocre. I could do better if I'd done it. And I think that's, the, I think that's how we all start. We think, oh, I could maybe do better than that. But I, I wish I could do that. So, yeah, I kind of started in Newcastle and then never stopped. Thank God. So, um, I can't, I'm kind of glad you've touched on the whole um, Scotland thing because I know we don't like to talk about drag race, but um, is it true about what they've said about the rates of payment and things in Scotland due to drag acts and artists and things like that? Yeah, like the pay, I mean, really the pay's only good in Manchester than the South. Like the pay's not great anywhere. But yeah, Scotland, there'll be a bottle behind the bar, um, or in the DJ booth, so there'll be a free bottle. And I've performed in Scotland two two years ago, maybe, and I think I got £20 for it. But it was fun. I enjoyed myself. This yeah. is the thing, I don't know, I think it depends who you are and what you're in drag for. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's drag queens who it's their main focus and they want it to be their full-time career. And I think for them, that payment's not enough. But for somebody like me, I work full-time and then drag for me is extra. I make money in drag, obviously, working for the yard. But when I'm doing spots, it's usually to satisfy my own itch for performing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As opposed to, I need to do this to make money to survive. But yeah, it's not great in Scotland. Um, but then I don't think it's particularly great here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what it's like in Middlesbrough and stuff, but I don't think it's that great. Yeah. It's it, yeah, no, it's not. Um, it's yeah, Middlesbrough's like the pool's this deep and there's this many queens. Yeah. So it's a bit like um, yeah, people step on people and it's cutthroat. Well, with there's two bars in Middlesbrough. Yeah, exactly. It's a football team. So it's kind of like, it's kind of if you want to work in that bar, you've got to fucking slit that that queen's throat to get there. Yeah, yeah, I think beautiful. yeah. Pardon? That's yeah, though. If you want to work, if you want to work at the yard, you need to murder mother. Luckily, I've got my. 
luckily when um, I first started, the bar that I started at as like on the door wanted somebody completely new that was like that they could kind of mold. Mm-hmm. But I don't like under 16, so they can't mold me. Um, but and that's a different stuff for another episode, Frida. Oh, um, but I yeah, was really lucky. I never take that one. And that's I was really I found... lucky. I kind of worked in the yard. I got my job in the yard, kind of by accident. The yard was just the bar that I went to the most out of drag. Um, and, and in drag, it was about bar I went to the most. And I actually started working at Bottoms Up next door. Ugh. And was flying. It was me and Chanel Marie, so Chanel Marie was DJing, and I was flying for it, and caught the attention, I guess, of Adam for the yard at the time, and he offered me a position flying there. So I used to fly her for like the yard on a Friday and bottoms up on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and then when L when L Luminati left, obviously she's one of my best friends. She kind of said to Adam, "Well, why don't you get Pebble to come and do shots?" And and it just worked out. So I was I was lucky. Even an idol, I was already working in drag before drag idol. Yeah. So people knew who I was. Do you know what I mean? It made it easier. Yeah. Which is kind of like me. I was already kind of. I'd already. I was already working in drag six days a week. Then I entered drag and one. Obviously, I worked at the time. I worked with. Uh, I still do. I work with Penny. I work. I was working with Gucci every night, and it was like right. Okay. So I thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go in for this, and then because obviously I was meant to be in 2019, yeah, but I was year. a, fi- but I was a finalist in the Miss Drag UK pageant at the time, and it was the same day. Yeah. So obviously I had to make a decision. I thought, right, and then I was like, right, okay, I'm not ready to make a fucking tit of myself in the northeast. I'll go to Kent and do it, yeah. and then I'll come home. And then by the time I enter Drag Isle next year, hopefully everyone's forgot about how fucking abysmal I am. <coughs> I think you've I done mean, well only, this year in I know, but there's only so far you can get off living off someone else's name, Pebble. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I forget. I've never really thought of you <coughs> as Gucci's daughter. I know you are. But I've never really thought of you as Gucci's daughter. I think it does, because it's not something different. that registers with me. <laughs> yeah, I think because we are quite different, as in... Yeah, that's what I would say, yeah. She look, She's hyper-feminine. Yeah. Mm. And I'm and I'm just like... Mm. <laughs> Same. Same. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm still scratching my dick and all the rest of it, and, like, yeah. Aye, yeah, you're exactly. Like, in the best way I can say it, you're a lot messier, but it's intentional. Does that make sense? Well, it's... It's not. It just kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm just at that stage in my drag at the minute where I'm still a little bit sloppy. But, but it Good. works. I love sloppy drag. But people ask me to do shit, so I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> and I think I'm it's so boring far, when someone's perfect. And when I'm sat far away enough from the camera, I kind of look half decent. You're like, yeah. After six pints, I shagger. <laughs> I have never looked at myself before that. I thought after <laughs> six times I might fuck her round the head with a hammer. But, fuck, um, yeah, I might fuck her up. <laughs> but Pebble, I um I really do love well, she doesn't do drag anymore, I don't think. 
But um, I really do love Havana very much. I think she is brilliant. I had her for one of yeah. my, I had her for one of my shows that I did uh, during lockdown. Yeah. Um, how did you meet Havana? What was that whole thing like? What you know? Um, so Lucy was, I think she was sixteen when I met her. Yeah. Um, she used to. I used to work in the, an opticians. And she worked in the like Ryman's type shop, like stationery shop across the road. Um, Falkirk, where we're from, had quite a big alternative scene. Um, and we were both little like emo moshers. Um, so met her through that. And then when she was 17, um, she moved in with me and we became flatmates. And we were flatmates for about a year and a half and just grew really close through that. Um, similar mentalities in a lot of things opposite mentalities in many things as well and i think that's why we worked well together yeah and then you then put her in drag to do like, uh, like for my clubs and stuff yeah. yeah so we drag her up put her in ridiculous outfits and stuff um and kind of i never really thought about it and it wasn't until i was here in newcastle doing drag and lucy had done an interview where she said well actually the first person, the person I consider my drag mother is Pebble. She was the first person to really put me up in outfits and send me out to wiggle my ass and make some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you do? Of course. But yeah, a girl, she's not a girl's got to eat. Exactly, hon. Um, she's not doing drag at the moment, though. She's kind of stepped back to drag for a wee while. But she's still a huge advocate for drag and she will always be a huge name in the Scottish kind of drag scene. Yeah, one. I mean she, the like time that she had while she was doing drag, she created so many amazing things and so many amazing opportunities for people. Yeah. Um, And yeah, definitely probably one of the more successful Scottish scenes I would say. Yeah. In the scene, which is incredible because she's also a AFAB person as well. Yep, she is indeed. And she done a lot for the kind. Of, I hate the term AFAB, but she done a lot for. Um, I do as well. I think. I, do you know what? I think it's a really derogatory term, but I'm well, honest. I know. And so is bio queen. I find it really, really derogatory. Bio queen, I think, is awful. Faux queen, I think, is just ignorant. I just think it's rude to say somebody's a pretend queen. Um, but AFAB, it's in trying to defend everybody's gender identity, we're still focusing on gender to defend it. Because we're actually yes. saying, well, you're a assigned female at birth. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, that's a woman. If you identify as a woman, so she identifies yeah, as a woman. You're just a fucking drag queen, love. You're a yeah, fucking drag queen. She's a, a female drag queen, whatever you want to call it. But she's done a lot for other female drag queens as well. Yeah. She made sure that the door was kind of always open. Yeah. And she represented female drag so well that it opened a lot of people's eyes to what females can do within the drag community and that they are just drag queens yeah which is absolutely amazing <coughs> incredible um so, so pebble uh-huh. as we've asked as we've asked every other guest on our show what mm-hmm. is your favorite drag trend oh yeah favorite drag trend we have a my guest least favorite us. is chaps fuck off stop wearing chaps you're not a cowboy fuck off um, <laughs> I hate chaps. I hate them. I've just done plastics critiques, and me and her have booted off about chaps. What, um, yes. Stop it. Why is all your outfits chaps? 
My favourite drag trend. So, just now, although I would never wear it, I love the matted wigs that are shaped. So they're back-combed and then got so much product that it makes them, like, really, really thick, like an inch-thick strand yes. that you then shape. Oh, I love, yeah. yeah, like, I love the extraordinary shapes that can make with wigs. I wouldn't go with my drag, but I love them. Um... I love as well that now, slowly but surely, white queens are realising that there are some songs that just aren't for them. Yeah. Cultural and, appropriation, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, everything we do has a level of cultural appropriation. <coughs> Not one of us is original. There's always something that we've been inspired by or heard or seen or whatever. I, myself, I do, um, I will do black women's songs and I've done songs in the past that, now on reflection i think well actually that wasn't for me to do if a song has the n-word in it that's not my song to do because yeah. the obvious trope would be well why don't you speak or cover your mouth or whatever but then actually that's silencing that black person expressing how they feel yeah. in their music yeah. um so i'll still do black music but if the music is about like i would never touch beyonce's the lion king album because that is an intrinsically black album and it's about the African experience and the African-American experience. Yeah. So I like that drag queens, as much as I get, like I hate cancel culture, I think it's the most reductive thing in the world because actually all you're doing is stopping conversation. And if you stop conversation, then no one wins. Yeah. But I like that drag queens are becoming more culturally aware, more socially aware. Frida, you obviously, I've said it to you before, your performances specifically through Drag Idol, but also other things that I've seen you do, you do political and it's comedic as well. But with you, it never feels like you're hammering me over the head with your opinion. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. sharing your opinion, but it's softened to a point where it's still quote unquote palatable. Yeah. And you can take it in and I understand the message rather than coming on stage and stapling yourself and bleeding because of HIV, where's the correlation? Uh-huh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's no shade to her because I know Sorry, that guys. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I have two cats. Your cat's the, the opposite of one of mine. He's black, where he uses white. Um, but my cats and my drag do not go together. They'll claw no, my neither do mine. Neither <laughs> do mine because look at this. Oh, <laughs> Claudia's got a lash off. The lash is gone. Hang on. Good you can't tell now. Oh, there you go. Can't tell. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, I could never do. I think the way I think my cell block tangle number was probably maybe the one that I kind of don't regret the most, but was sort of I can see. Why. I'm sorry, guys. He needs. To, he's been needy. That's okay. Don't worry about it, love. Um, but my cell block tangle number was probably the one that I realised, like I've since realised why it got the critiques it did in a way, because it was a lot less comedic than all the rest of them. But mm -hmm. I, I whenever you. I do a number, I don't want to change people's minds. I just want to make people realise the other end of the stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's exactly what I think you do. Okay, good. Huh? You're welcome, dog. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, I just like to take the piss. I just like to take the piss, have a laugh. I don't take myself too seriously. 
Like, I just okay. want to take, yeah, I like to take the piss out of myself more than anything else. Yeah. yeah, I want to have a laugh and I want everybody else to have a laugh. Like, again, My following God, that kind of... He will not leave me alone today. I'm sorry, guys. It's <laughs> like, just like the, needs to be the queens who take themselves so seriously. There's the, I mean, I, I feel very secure in now using the word iconic picture of me I think my second week in drag in Pink Room the Swamp Monster picture I've used it in performances it's my phone back now people would die at that picture they'd be like no never show that picture to anybody but I think like to me it's hilarious because drag queens shouldn't look like that drag queens are meant to be perfect from the start of the night to the end of the night they're not meant to get more do you know what I mean yeah and it's like no bloody loosen up and have a laugh well, that's yeah, exactly. like exactly what Claudia said. Like, drag queens aren't meant to be pretty, like twenty four seven. No, we're um, not. We're really not. We're creatures that we are the ones that have got, have got to hold the fucking crowd. Like uh-huh. Pebble said, at half two in the morning with stupid routines. If we can't make them laugh and we can't fucking hold that crowd, then what the fuck is that club gonna do? Exactly. They need us because if anything, nine times out of ten. We're just badly paid bouncers because we sort out more of the, more of the problems in there, Jim. You can't entertain a crowd just wearing designer. You know what I mean? No, no exactly. And this guy is not allowed to drink wine, so Bruce, will he get down? <laughs> My God. Um, but that's it being said, Pebble. Who are your favourite queens and who are your least favourite queens on, this, on the scene? On the scene, but, you know, just in general. In general. Uh, so my favourite would be Eliminati. Yes. Uh-huh. Always. One of my best friends. It's really hard because I'm friends with so many drag queens and I've, I feel like there's loads of cliques in Newcastle, different little groups. Yeah. But I feel like generally I'm able to kind of wind my way with most of them. I get on with most yeah. of them. But like um, Plastic, I think, is one of my really good friends. Never used to be but he's now one of my really good friends. So Plastic, and I think, yeah, people can say she's a bitch or whatever, but she's worked her fucking arse off to do as much as she possibly could. Can I just say something about that? Um, I was in my, um, as we all know, and I think our uh, dear listeners should hear this as well. Um, I was kind of, um, I heard things during, mm-hmm. during Drag Idol. As Pebble will know, because we spoke on the night, yeah. Um, I think she gets I think she gets too much of a fucking hard rap that girl. Yeah. What? I think and, it's, and it's not fair because like you said, there's people like me who kind of think, right, okay, I've been told this, so I'm gonna go in. Mm-hmm. And I just think that um a lot of people have too much things to say about plastic and they don't give her enough credit. And I think she's had a fucking I think she had a fucking hard ride of it in the last yeah. few years. Yeah. And I think sometimes, do you know what? Credit where it's due. Lighten the fuck up and give her the credit that give her the credit that she's worked for. Yeah, this is my fuck. thing. Whether she listen, plastic has been an absolute horror to people. As have I, as have we all. Right, well, apart from Frida, really, but <laughs> we've all been horrible to people in our times. And yeah. yeah, but what the thing that can never be taken away is how hard she works. Yes, she works so hard, and just now, obviously, she's doing so much kind of self-promotion to get herself out there and to keep going and actually there's been a huge difference which publicly isn't really seen 
um, in plastic over the past kind of year. I think she's chilled it a lot more because I, of the lockdown. Yeah, I've definitely noticed it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> so plastic, um, I absolutely love. Um, Illuminati, I love. Um, I love Gladys, yeah. just because she's Gladys. Yeah. Um, I love all my yard queens, Mother Tucker, Kit, Tess. I love Tess. She's so young and she's so new and wants Stupid. to do so well that I just, I love her for it. Yeah. Um, stretching out wider. Obviously, Baron Levy is an absolute icon. Um, he, again, is one of my really good friends. Um, Lucifer, I think, has probably done the most work during lockdown somehow. She I always know. seems to be doing yeah. something. Yeah. She's, like one, them fu- she's like one of them fucking donkeys on Santorini Island, isn't she? All she's done is she really work. Is. Always All she's done is work. They've not been doing drag as much recently, but Plop. Plop's one of my all-time favourite performers because it's so frenetic and constantly goes when she's performing, and I absolutely adore that. Yeah. Um, and Dick as well just now, what Dick's doing just now, I'm really enjoying I think it's different from what it was before, but still similar, but just really stepped up. Um, Obviously, you two, I love what you two have done in Idol. I love Ivy. I've known Ivy for a couple of years now. So Uh obviously, like, I love Ivy. Um, I love love all the queens in Newcastle who do different things for each other. I feel like in Newcastle, and I don't really know Middlesbrough drag that much, so it's harder to compare, or even like anywhere south in Newcastle, I'm not overly yeah. familiar. Yeah. But I feel like every Newcastle queen who lasts longer than a year has been able to find something they do that the other queens don't. There's yeah. something there that they have <laughs> that's different. And I feel like um, Newcastle encourages people to be different. If you come out and you're stunning, that's great the first time I see you. But if you're just stunning the next time I see you, I'm going to be bored. Yeah. I, I think that's a little bit with Middlesbrough, really. I think with everyone, all, all the queens I know all work with in Middlesbrough. We've all kind of mm-hmm. got our own little niche. Yeah. There's something that each of us don't kind of have that everyone kind of loves. Because I think we're, we're such a small community that um, if that if somebody does that, then we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like, for instance, Paige Turner, who I work with, who was a fabulous drag queen, who has worked on Middlesbrough scene since the fucking dawn of time, like, she will exclusively wear red hair. Mm-hmm. Nobody else on the Middlesbrough scene will wear red hair. Exactly. It's just finding those little things. Yeah. And and again, like, no one dares be gorgeous because fucking Gucci's there. So we haven't got a fucking chance... We haven't got a fucking chance on being gorgeous. Like that's why I look like stiffless fucking man every day. <laughs> but Jennifer Coolidge is an icon. She is. She once pretended to be her own twin sister to date two guys at the same time. That's I know. It. You read that this week, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I did indeed. I read it as well. <laughs> and I shared it as well. I know. Yeah, I she, she was on holiday in Hawaii, wasn't she? I I just want. <laughs> All I want to do in drag is walk out with a tray of hot dog buns on a little slide and be like, Mr. Finchy, and then get gang fucked off Sunderland FC. <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny as well when you talk about the similarities, because I've said, I've said to you loads of times, I feel like actually 
who I find the most similarities with me and Pebble and Dragon stuff is actually you. I yeah, feel like same. we've got the very much the same kind of viewpoint on yeah. our drag and what we want to look like and how we are and stuff. And yeah. it's been nice for me to see somebody where I'm like, oh, I, 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 I would totally do that. That's well, so this cool. is like me. The first time we met each other at Drag Island, we just hit it off straight away. In yeah. my eyes, I thought, and as soon as we spoke, that was like, right, this is it. I was like, finally, I've got someone who I can actually kind of relate to and think she's like me. Uh, I. She's like me. And Absolutely. It's, it, it's nice to have that because, it, especially around here, I was like, right, no one gets me. I'm mm. not. I can't. Re- I can't relate to anyone other than Gucci. And then, and uh, I'm afraid to fuck off. Putting your hands up. She's. You sat there. You're sat there with a white face and ginger hair. Let the girls talk, please. Um, <laughs> but, but yet, no. I've said that a million times. I. I feel like from here or to Newcastle, me and you are the most are the two most closest. Like yeah. Style-wise, it's not even. It's just like I think if you put us two next to each other, it would make perfect sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because we don't even necessarily like we perform very differently, but we perform the same kind of music and stuff just differently. What we do with it, and that's great as well. Because it would be boring if we literally were the exact same. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Uh, Could you imagine? Exactly. But, but no, no, I, I do, I do think that. somebody who I'm like, yes, look at that bitch. That's a genius. I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah. Whereas with loads of other queens, it's like, I would never think of that because I wouldn't ever perform it because that's their style. Whereas, yes. like, you, I watch, so I'm like, oh, she's done that song, so I'm not going to do it. That was like me you with your I mean? misery number. That was like me with your misery number, though. As soon as I seen that, I was like... <laughs> 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 I was like, I can't, I can't break no one's ankles with a fucking hammer now. Thank you, Pebble. <laughs> I thought I like it's ridiculous. All I can do I other than Pebble is flush the toilet after I've had a shit. Oh, I can't do that. Do you know, oh. talking about that, so I'm in this um, Mixed Drag England competition with Ivy. Yeah. And uh, the, he's resent the form. And yesterday it was like, tell us three interesting facts. And I hate stuff like that. Because in my mind, I'm like, I should be filling this out as Pebble, not me. So I literally just wrote, it was me that's not flushed the toilet. (laughs) 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 I hope they accept it. (coughs) Oh, please. That would, do you know what, to be fair, if I I was a judge and I read that, I would fucking piss. Exactly. I would absolutely piss laughing. Uh, and so to be fair, um, dear listeners and dear viewers, I do apologise because I'm just currently picking picking the glitter off my eyelashes that my cat pulled off my face. Fine <laughs> for the listeners, it's the people watching. <laughs> my pussy is crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, but back to like like drag, whatever, drag families, drag shows and all that jazz, would you ever like have another drag child now that you know kind of i don't want to say what you're doing but you're more experienced yeah i know what you mean um no <laughs> okay no Hun, i'm selfish i'm old i work full time and i do drag i don't have time for anybody if i don't have time to get fucked i don't have time to have children yeah <laughs> well two kids to two different men who needs that 
Exactly. I will absolutely, like, I'll always help you, Queens, if, if they ask. I, I won't go up and kind of be like, oh, you should do this, because I think yeah. that never comes up. No matter how good your intentions are, it never comes across well. Yeah. Um, but, like, just the other day, me and Gladys were talking to Tess, and Tess was trying something different with her makeup, and me and Gladys kind of spoke her through it. I'll always help kind of new queens and stuff. <laughs> no bother. Uh, I'll always help new queens, or just if somebody's like, oh, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? If they ask me specifically, they've obviously seen how I do it and yeah. want to emulate. And I'll share. Most things I'll share, there's little things where I'm like, mm, I'm not going to tell you because that's something that I feel is very payable. So I'm yeah. not going to share that with you. But yeah. generally, anybody that asks for advice, I'll offer my bit of advice, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. And do you do you think like the term like drag mother and drag family, drag child, that's really overused? Yes. So is Ivy in the room with you? No. Oh, because I was gonna say she might be able to remind me. When I first met Ivy, uh-huh. they'd came down from Scotland and there was a group of them. And I can't remember if it was Ivy or not. Oh, you better work that busy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look at is that your resize eight dress? This is the size eight, yeah. Oh, oh she's skinny. I'll show you what I'm wearing. I've got so far that I've had to cut the middle of this top out so that I can wear it and oh just put God. a mesh in lay. <laughs> awesome, uh, it looks gorgeous. It's, oh, it looks good on. Awesome. I so, love um, that. Yeah, when I first met Ivy Nut, so one of the girls was like, <gasps> Sasha Valer's my drag mum. And obviously I was like, no, she's fucking not. Why are you lying to this man's face? Why are you lying? Little boy in a wig, why are you lying? And she's like, oh no, I asked her at one of your gigs and she said yes. <coughs> eh? What? Is you mad? That doesn't make her your drag mum. So yeah, I think people are so desperate to have a drag family. Yeah. Whereas when I first started out, um, Mixy and Risqué helped me a lot when I first started out. Yeah. Then Katana and Elle helped me some stuff to fine-tune some other things. And I've watched other queens and asked other queens and stuff. But I don't, I personally don't feel the need to have a drag family. It's more important to me to have drag friends. Yeah. So, like, I've got friends that are drag queens. I've got my little, like, yard family. And I've got my little, like, Sunday Night Live family. So... Yeah that's enough for me i don't i hardly even talk to my own dad so why am i going to talk to some other man in a way <laughs> you know what i mean no it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> if you could save one family from a burning building which one would you save your yard family your saturday night live family oh oh mm. So just now, oh, oh, this is awful. Oh, but I love it. Who am I going to offend more? <laughs> so See, Pebble, just... that's how you know me and Pebble are like, because we go into first, who can we offend first? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, that's a really hard question. I would, oh, it's hard because I would say I'm closer friends with the Sunday Night Live group. Yeah. In general, we've been friends longer. But I make money at the yard. 
Mm-hmm. And we've also been through a lot recently at the yard. We're losing Adrian. Yeah. So I'm going to save the yard this time. Okay. This time. Plastic, if you're watching, Pebble hates you. Ah! <laughs> you better get your you fucking can. rubber ring out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's an yeah. Armageddon coming and you better float. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm going to get beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> Last it's, all, last it's all right. Tag me in. I'll join. I'll help you out. <laughs> I will tag you in. It's fine. I'll just go live with you. To be fair, though, could you imagine that? Me and Pebble in a wrestling ring in a tag team. <laughs> oh, I'd beat every bitch up. There is videos of me in full tag That's team. That's me and you. We, would, we could clean up. We would. Could you imagine that? Oh, Speaking of speaking of tag teams and all that, right? I shouldn't be saying this because someone's going to steal my idea. But whatever, I had this idea of doing like a Pokemon style lip sync show in Newcastle, but in the sense that you've got two teams and it's like tag team. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tag team, and then like say me and Claudia are on a team, and then you and Plastic are on a team, and then like if I beat out Plastic in a lip sync, because anyone can. Um, then no, if it's pink. <laughs> no, but um, say I'd be out plastic and lip sync, then it'll be you versus me and Claudia. So like a battle royale, royal rumble. Yeah. Yeah. But in, like yeah, tag teams. Oh, what, 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 cool. what, what did you say? Pokemon. Yeah, I said Pokemon. Yeah, so then, would you, so then would you not? So then would you not leave, and then you would evolve into me? No, because once I leave, I'm left. I'm done. I'm dead. Yeah. She said Pokemon, but it's very little to do with Pokemon, Claudia. It's more like so the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so are we not Team Rocket? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I would love to be Team Rocket. <laughs> me too. Me too. Amazing. Yeah, I want to be that. I want to be that little slag in the little in the, that little skirt and that big ponytail. I'll be the dead camp man. <laughs> so me and you, do you know what? Me and Pebble are going to be Team Rocket. That's what's prepare, going to happen. Prepare for trouble, but make it double. <laughs> yes, she remembers. Because we'll kick your fucking head in. And I'll be the- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought we've you were going to ask even much got, shittier questions. We've, e- we've even got that same fucking awful laugh. <laughs> the laugh that, that broke a thousand ships. Isn't it? Thunk them. Oh, we've sacrificed no. a thousand children. Do you know how do you know how jealous I am that you did that um the Ginny Lemon episode with Plastique? Oh, wait, yeah, it's coming out on Monday. I, I have opinions. Right, okay, I right. Can know. we speak? Can we speak about that episode, please? Yes, how they didn't that. air how they did not air that. I love that they didn't air it. But the they aired the jokes and the laughs afterwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. I um when's this coming out? The, uh, After week, Monday. Weeks and weeks. Right, oh. so that's fine. So I can tell you what I said then. So obviously yeah. I done critiques last night, right? So there's two things that happened. One we were watching a reality TV competition show and Ginny Lemon was an amazing contest character, right? She left and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, like I'm gagged, she just walked off the stage. Then we were watching Drag Queens. Yes. 
And it was so disrespectful, A, to sister sister, to not even dignify her with a lip sync, to not even deliberately do terrible, to walk off the stage. It was disrespectful to every single drag queen that applied and doesn't have that opportunity because you took it. And the one thing it wasn't was punk because punk would have been standing there and taking it and dealing with it and then saying, fuck you. That's punk. Walking out is not punk, it's weak. And that's the tea on that, sis. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I think it was, the way that I think it went down, was I think she was just sick. Like, she got kind of the same critique every single week of, like, she's just not what we're looking for. And I think she's just <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. I'll give, I will I'll give Ginny the fact that she stared Ginny. Yeah. And yeah. and one, she doesn't lip sync. Two, she is live. Three, yeah. she is improv. I'll give her that. Yeah. I can't I can't not not agree with Pebble by saying there's some queen out there that applied and she would have fucking gave that lip sync and she would have fucking gave her all, whether yeah. that was her sister or not. Yeah, yeah. This is my thing. I still love Jenny. Yeah, I still love Jenny. I absolutely will still go and see Jenny. I'll still watch her shows because I'm able to disassociate Jenny the drag queen from Jenny the reality TV character. And I think that's where people struggle. People think Drag Race is real. Nothing in Drag Race is that real. It's not edited, and we know it. We all listen to every other bloody Drag Race podcast. We all know behind the scenes what happens. They edit it. I love that they edited Rue literally paying no mind. I love that edit. I love the fact that she's just like, "Hmm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. And as I say, I just think, yeah, Jenny, I don't think Jenny was right for Drag Race. There's drag queens and then there's drag race queens yeah jenny i love what jenny does but i don't think she was able to kind of mold herself into what drag race looks for for me Ginny is a lily is a what lily as in savage oh like lily savage oh, right, okay yeah 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 i was like Rosebud. For me, she's in that. She's in that kind, that rough, that raw, that just in that comedy spectrum that is not prepared. Yeah. But yeah, she'll give it a go. But she's not going to shift. Yeah, she gave it a go, and like, didn't get. Don't get me wrong. Unpopular opinion. I agree that she was in the bottom because Veronica and Sister Sister were were terrible, but they done the challenge. Jenny just didn't do the challenge. She never read the news. And then when she came out on stage, she wasn't a monster. Because no. if there's one thing I know, it's monsters. I'm a huge horror fan. Remember, what am I starting? I'm sure you'll pop it up. It's a Horrible Time podcast. Search for it everywhere. All about horror movies and drag queens. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the winner of that runway was Joe Black. If you haven't seen Joe Black's post, Nosferatu mixed with this lady in black, which, unreal. The rest of them... Some of them are all right. Some of them, I was just like, that's lazy. And then especially when you say Cherry Valentine's, what she would have done for her monster, which mm. is like, what? Which is like, what? And I mean, I can speak for Cherry. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for her, but as a, as a, as a queen that's super local to me, um, mm. I kind of feel like, do you know, she was dealt a fucking really shit hand. 
really, really shit because she's so much better than what she was portrayed to be on the show. And with yeah, but I also think she was shit in the challenge. Like, there's only so much editing you can do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like when that I, and when, especially when you think it's a musical, you would give your all anywhere, whether you, whether whether you because <laughs> for me, a musical is right. You're on stage, so for me, a musical is no different to your normal drag performance. You are yeah. on that stage, you are delivering someone else's music, you are entertaining people. This is this is everyone's forte. It's musical yeah. fucking theatre. Basically, that is the root of what we do. So why the fuck can't you go out there and why can't you be a rat? Exactly. Like, like you yeah. go out there and you be fucking Shredder from the Turtles. Yes, reference. Well, I'll wait to see Claudia on Drag Race so I can see the exact same thing. Oh, please, bitch, I'm under no illusions. The only Drag Race you'll see me on is a bunch of drag queens running Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only race you will see me on. Like it's not happening. Would you apply, Frida? I'm doing. I'm doing Drag Island. Exactly. That's it. Would you apply? Did, would you apply, Frida? I would. I would definitely apply. Yeah. I, I would never get on, but I would definitely apply just to see what would happen. See, I don't think I would. I don't think I, I would apply. apply. I feel like it's a, like a logical next step for people. Um, yeah. I don't know how I would do. No. Well, but I would apply. That's the thing, like, there's loads of people that. Um, sort of build their drag career wanting to get on Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas I think there's a lot of queens in Newcastle, not all of them, but most queens in Newcastle will sort of sit there and think Drag Race is like an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's also, there's, so we were talking earlier about having like everybody having their niche, but yeah. that can also be a hindrance. Yeah. yeah. If you rely on your niche and that's all you have. Yeah then something like Drag Race, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. I think Drag Absolutely. Race sort of breeds a certain type of queen and they're looking for a certain type of queen. Um, I don't know what that type of queen is, but it's but like it's very apparent through challenges yeah. you do. But then again, like, you know, you've also got people like Sasha Vlaw is very different to Bobby Drag Queen. You know what I mean? Yeah, Evie Oddly. Yeah, Evie Oddly is very different to Jada. So it's... Yeah, I don't know. What I'm yeah, saying, yeah, I know what you mean. And I also think, there's like, no, it's there's very... no real correlation, is there? Yeah, yeah. And I also it's... think it's very obvious when queens try and build their career to be on Drag Race as well. Yes. <laughs> and that's all, period. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> that every every, every single one was like that. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredibly sad when people think Drag Race is the be-all and end-all. Drag Race isn't about drag. You could take the drag out of Drag Race and it would be the exact same TV show. Because yeah. yeah. it's a TV show. Yeah. And that's like, what people forget. You could do, like, anyone can do Drag Race, whether it be a drag queen or a singer or a dancer or an actor or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. the people that are in Big Brother, anyone can do Drag Race. It's just, it's got drag in it. Yeah. yeah, but not everybody can be a local working queen. Exactly. And not everybody is, thank God. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you what? You fucking <laughs> what? Oh, 
But I think it takes a lot to be a local working drag queen. I think it takes more being a local being a local girl than it than it takes a fucking hell of a lot more to be the, to be a real girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, yeah. a local girl, we've got it so much fucking harder. We've got to one, we've got to look amazing. Two, we have to fucking perform amazing. We've got to be able to do death drops, splits, keep up with all the lingo, and then we've got to adhere to everyone else's opinions of fucking drag. Suck my dick. Very that. I don't do the splits. I can't do eyeliner. I can't do a death drop. I can neck. I tell you what I can do, though. I can punch your fucking teeth out and neck 10 shots after that. Yes. Very that. I can't do the split. I can't do none of these shablamming and none of that bullshit. I think it's dull. We've seen it five times and then I didn't need to see it again. Um, But we are selling... When you're when you're a drag queen and you're a working drag queen, you're selling an idea. Yeah. You're selling yeah. a thought. You're selling. We've got a we have, to we have a storyline for the customer. Yeah, we have to find a way to because we're selling a person, and we have to yeah. find a way to make that person palatable to as many people as possible. That's our roles. I do shots. People always shit on short girls. A, I'm making more money than any host working in Newcastle or the Northeast. But B. I'm constantly performing. Yeah. I can't just walk up to somebody and be like, hi, I want some shots. It has to be a performance. I have to be on. I have to be in mode for the entire time that I'm working. Yeah. So, yeah, it's selling this idea of a person. Yeah. It's selling a fantasy. Yeah. Um, Trixie always said that drag is very much like porn in the sense that you're selling a fantasy. But I think one of the best things that I love about you, Pebble, is that you're very much that queen that's like, I've said this to you so many times before as well, is that you're very much that queen that's like, um, we'll say shit to your face and we'll be very honest about you, but then we'll go, but no one else can say that about you. Like, it's just me. Yeah. There's a lot of nice intention behind it. Yeah. Like, I'll be, listen, I'm cheeky. Cheek as a boy or in drag has always been what I do. So I'm cheeky and I'm rude and I'll be shady and cunty. And <laughs> yeah. But when when it's with friends, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's like I'm letting you know that I'm saying this, but I want to make sure you're in on the joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're part of this. When I'm saying, when I'm saying like, oh, is that your hairline tonight? Is it? Like it's I'm taking the piss, I'm pointing yeah. it out. But yeah. if somebody else was to kind of do it and try and be a dick, then yeah. I would have something to say. Yes. Yeah. You're very protective. Very much that. Yeah, you're very protective. But also it's like you won't let you won't let your friends look like shit. No. Which is And I expect the same. Yeah. No, hundred percent. No. Like uh, there's loads of people that I'll try like I always uh, go to Dick for advice whenever I'm stuck in a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, other people anyway that I go to it for advice because I know that he doesn't sugarcoat things. I know that he won't fight my corner unless I'm completely in the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want someone to sit down, and tell us, by the way, you're being unreasonable. And I know that Dick can do that. And I know a lot of people can't. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's weird because obviously there's a level of Pebble the drag character. Yeah. But when I'm with my friends, like if I'm with you or with anybody else, like I'm 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 my boy self. I'm just wearing yeah. my dress and a wig. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't put the character on for you guys as such. So yeah. like, yeah, I will always try and look at both sides of things. Mm-hmm. 
I always try and play like devil's advocate and say, well, do you think maybe this person thought that? I don't do nearly enough for myself, <laughs> but for other people, definitely will. And yeah, I think it's important. We all have this like shady, kiki characters, but I think it's important to make sure that there's a level of reality in what you do. <laughs> so like you're saying, you know, if I'm being saying whatever to my friend, it's important that they know that I've got their back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm saying this to you so that you're aware because someone else is going to say it to you and they're not going to say it from a nice place. Yeah. So I'm going to say it to you now. We're going to have a laugh about it. We're going to make it a loud enough joke that no one else can say it because we've already discussed it. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, what is your, like, your goals and your future aspirations with Drive? <coughs> um, do you know what? It's really weird, right? I genuinely don't have any. And it's not out of laziness or insecurity or anything like that. It's just I started doing drag to help with my mental health. Yeah. And it's in a good, everything's in a kind of good place just now. And I've had a lot more kind of successes as people than I expected, Mm -hmm. which is what's made it enjoyable. So I don't have a particular, like, oh, I'd love to do this, I'd love to do that. I take it as it comes. I say yes to things. Yeah. And as long as I'm still enjoying doing drag, the minute I'm not enjoying it, I'll stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, it's about enjoyment and it's about how I feel in drag, how I feel, how other people respond to my drag. Is it still fun? Are people still enjoying it? And yeah. as long as the answer to that is yes, then I'll keep doing it. Obviously, I'm in Mixed Drag England. Um national competition uh but again that's because i think it's hilarious because i get to say me of all people get to say i'm a pageant queen <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean it's the most ridiculous thing in the world uh-huh. i can see ivy there ivy's obviously in it as well yeah. and i just think it's hilarious that i'm a pageant girl and this is the thing if i if it makes me laugh when i do it I, then i'm happy <laughs> do you know what i mean I fully, I fully get that. I appre- see. I would fully appreciate that. Then a tear away to like a little bit of power mesh, and like no, like give me, give me, give. give I want you at the end of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know I mean? When there's the reveal, I want something that's going to make think right. I've got the real person now. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and oh, even and even if people don't like it, then at least you're staying true to yourself, and at least you're enjoying it. Ah, people don't like it. Fuck them. Oh, I know, but also just can you imagine? Like I imagine, so even my humour. You all know how I talk, what my humour is. I love watching how people react to what I say. That brings me joy. Watching people go, like, <laughs> oh, oh, God, is he going to say the word? Is he not? Oh, oh. Like, I love I love making people uncomfortable because I don't really get awkward. So I think it's funny to see other people be awkward. Can you imagine how awkward it's going to be? This when I come out with big giant hair and I'm looking all snatched and shit, and I just get my gut out. Like, no <laughs> one's going to know how to react to that. And that, to yeah. me, is the height of comedy. When yeah. people are like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, Unreal. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah, I do love that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, I think as we, yeah, we'll have to wrap up in a very short time. But is yeah. there anyone like, is there any like looks or anything that you want to give a big shout out to? 
so your, who's your who's your king or queen of the week, Pebble? It's gonna have to be Joe Black. It's gonna have to be honestly yeah. the Nosferatu look. It just he's the only person, and I know he's not even on the show, but he's literally the only person who I think, oh, you so fully understood yeah. the concept of what they were going for. You kept it, I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to horror monsters. I'm like, like, don't come out and be a blue fucking werewolf. You look like the cookie monster, shut up. <laughs> don't say you're a werewolf when you're wearing fur flare chaps. Piss off. Joe just got it. And the whole look oh, was just unreal. It's one of my favourite drag looks yeah. in general, not just for Drag Race, in the past year. It's just, this, I think it was unreal. This is the spooky look that he posted on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I just Who's thought it was amazing. your king or queen of the week, Frida? Oh, my God. Um, My king or queen of the week is, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Anna Morphic because she posted a lovely look recently. Um, she's been, yeah, she's been documenting me through her, like, I, she basically messages being like, I want to try doing some new looks. Um, like, do you recommend anything? Do you recommend any, any ring lights or anything? Um, and then so to finally see her, like, come back, essentially, come back. Yeah. Um, is, well, it was just very nice. It was just very nice. And it was a really well, well look. Yes, very well, yeah. For me, it's going to have to be, and I hate to say it, Dick again. Why? For that little jillied number with the new hair. Yes. Mm. And I'm just seeing, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm feeling, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of diversity at the minute. Yeah. Some things that you wouldn't necessarily see. And I think like, credit where it's due and when people are stepping out of the comfort zone, I've got, to, I have to appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the past few weeks, all Dick has been doing is stepping out of his comfort zone. Yeah. He's keeping people interested, um, which I think And um I'm like a, I'm like in the storyline at the minute. The story yeah. I'm I'm I am a bought and sold customer. I'm, I'm thoroughly offended neither of you saved my look last night. Which I was a neon dream. Yeah, we said King or Queen of the Week last. You're on the fucking show, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the point. I told Dick, right, that he should apply for drag race as a woman, walk into the workroom as a woman, and then slowly transition to king until yeah, the so, final is a full-on king. Right, Frida, yes? between us girls, we can, we can, we can bleep this bit out. Uh -huh. What was your fucking thoughts yesterday you haven't told me? Oh, I'll tell you later. What oh, thoughts on what? We, can we not say... Right, okay. Yes, you can say. Thoughts on what? You can cut this bit out. I just want you to know what's happening. Just thoughts. Uh, someone from Newcastle's on Drag Race, and I just had thoughts. Oh, right. So I'm here to burst your bubble. Yeah. Um, they're not. Tess and all of us have been doing it to wind up every drag queen in Newcastle. Tess shows us the messages that you sent. <laughs> Season three has been cast. But I'm very well aware, yeah. Yeah, but, but as far as we know, there's not a Jordy Queen. We've just been pushing this narrative to get everybody, like, because you know everyone's going to start second-guessing everything that everyone says and looking to see what people are up to. We don't know that there's a Jordy Queen. <laughs> 
Hello there, it's me, Frida Safik, just interrupting this regular broadcast with breaking news. Pebble Dash has an incredible podcast called The Horrible Times Podcast, where they talk all things horror and queer culture with their amazing friends and roommates, and, and guess who is a guest on one of these episodes? Will you never guess? It's me! I'm going to be a guest on their Monday episode talking all things drag, all things horror, all things ratchet. Check their socials, it's a horrible time podcast, and you can listen to previous episodes wherever you get your podcasts. But um, anyway, basically, thanks <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> for coming on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you very much, Pebble, for coming on. I love you very, very much. Um, you are genuinely one of my favourite people on the scene, and that's not a Thank lot. you, Pebble. <laughs> You're welcome, honestly. Thank you both for having me. You know that I fucking live for you both. And I just can't wait until we can be in a bar, preferably in the yard, and we can all be mortal and cheap wine and just yeah. have a good time again. And also, can I just give a quick yeah. shout out? I am quite, I am genuinely very happy to see uh, Penny Arcade's sort of come back in a way. I fucking listen. No, I, I, will, I will say though, I will say though, that hair and her eyes last week fabulous. Gorgeous. Oh, so good. Stunning. Absolutely And she managed that to keep control of a whole hour-long conversation with Dita on side. So she deserves a fucking Peabody Award for that broadcast. I mean... <laughs> Thank you very much, Pebble. Does anyone have any last words to say? I think Claudia's drunk now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so my last words, I'm going to take the last words. Okay. If you want to follow me, go to it's Pebble Dash on Instagram and my link tree's on there. If you want to follow my new horror theme podcast, we have Queer Slant, search for A Horrible Time Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and give us a follow, and we'll be releasing our newest episode very soon. And I'll definitely be listening to all that. And I shall definitely be listening, my darling. Thank you, Pebble. Love you very much, and thank you. Love you Thank you, my love. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.